0: Hello, Jantans and Jantanites. It is Jason Desmond from the Jantan Collective with another very fascinating chat on what's up with that. Uh, This is where we question, we learn, and we grow, of course. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and most importantly, comment because we want to hear from you. could be something that we talked about before and you have a thought about it or something that you feel very strongly about and you want us to talk about it. Get in touch right now. All right. If you type personal branding on Google or whatever search that you use, you're going to see countless websites, countless gurus telling you what they think personal branding is. What's up with that? Seriously. Now, uh, we want to know what is personal branding, why it's important to you, and how you can improve on your own personal branding and use it to your advantage now to help us along with this we have with us one of the 100 most inspirational icons in LinkedIn Malaysia 2020 uh, she's an image and perception coach data-driven employee branding and personal branding strategist international speaker and corporate trainer Ranuka Singham. Ranuka, how are yes. you?
1: I'm doing well what about yourself?
0: not bad i've uh, been busy at work a lot of things going on personally as well you know mco cmco pkpv i'm so lost with all the terms and everything I right know. people are just back working how's it been for you really
1: um i've been going out already doing trainings and all that of course in control environments hmm. but uh yeah i'm actually quite out and about despite you know having people advising me against it because i'm pregnant right now <gasps> oh you didn't know i, I don't me? know i guess <laughs>
0: The last time I spoke to you, which was at my other job where we couldn't say a lot of stuff.
1: Were you already? Yes, I was. And how far along are you? I'm already in my second trimester, so I'm five months in. Brilliant.
0: Oh my God, congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. That is so awesome. Yeah. So how does that work? I mean, like, are you... We're, we're we're not into the discussion yet about personal branding, but how how things are gonna work out if you go to the go to the like to deliver and everything? Is it a bit more complex
1: these days? Um, I guess depending on like the timing, I guess, uh, and also if it's a a private hospital or a public one. Like for privates, I think they're still okay. Public. I suppose um, it's only you going in and pushing the baby out, and nobody can actually be in there with you.
0: <laughs> I love how I put it. It's only you pushing the baby out. Okay, yeah. <laughs>
1: <cool>. <laughs> no cheerleader beside you, basically. All
0: right, right. <laughs> the hubby will be like,
1: "Wow, is that a head?" Oh. oh my goodness, yeah. So I'll be doing all the heavy lifting, if ever. Like, but I, I guess um, I'm due in August, so hopefully by then it should be not so serious as like, you know. Yeah. Ago.
0: Let's see whether you get a Merdeka baby or not, man. <laughs> Right. Well, let's see aim for that okay but let's backtrack a bit because i just introduced you and your the amount of titles you have it's amazing <laughs> but let's talk about the personal branding and the image right. and perception coach and whatnot how long have you been in this industry
1: right so i've been around for about four years now hmm. um, but here's the funny thing Um, i only came out uh, full time in two years two years ago so I was doing this as like a side hustle at the same time having my corporate job. Hmm. Because I was really just thinking, you know, I'm not sure whether this would work out and I'm pretty comfortable in my corporate job. So What was your corporate job though? Um, so I used to hate training in a pharmaceutical company. Hmm. Yeah, so that's basically it. So how did
0: a uh, pharmaceutical company training Get into personal branding.
1: So um my major initially is optometry. So that's how I got into the healthcare and pharmaceutical line. Wait, so
0: that makes you a focus you, you studied eyesight.
1: Correct. But that's you right. got into
0: training and then right. you got into personal. This gets even better. Okay, so <laughs> so let's talk about optometry. How did you get into that?
1: Um okay, that is basically like my parents' wish, like, I suppose. Like, you know, um, can you be a doctor? If not, choose something health science related. So <laughs> Was, yeah, and then um, so I I already knew very early on that I had no passion in it, mm. um, unfortunately. So uh, my first job itself, I already went into pharmaceuticals. I was uh, doing sales, um, and then I switched into selling uh, products that are very eye related, like contact lenses, eye drops, and whatnot. Mm. Um, and I slowly made my way into training. Um, and also one part of my job revolves around um, some sort of like my market research, where when a new product comes in. Um, my team is in charge of making sure that the patients that are trying it, um, you know, are, are liking it. Basically, I don't want mm. to bore you with all the details, but yeah, that's basically what I do. Right. <laughs> the past yeah. ten years.
0: The one thing I skipped, because uh, the list was so long with uh, your titles and everything. Right. The one thing I missed was certified optometrist. You're absolutely right. I've got to put that in <laughs> yes. as well. My goodness. So why yeah. personal branding? Uh, the I mean, how did you? Were you following some gurus and something and then you just got into it?
1: Um. So basically, it started from an observation really because where I'm from, right, the company I used to work for, it's really big. We have about like three to four floors. Sometimes uh, if my friends tell me like, hey, I, ha- I have a friend working in your company, chances are I might not even know that person. Right,
0: right. It's one of those huge ones. Yeah. yeah.
1: So um, then I noticed, right, like it's such a big group of people and all these people are brilliant, you know, they're really talented. Mm-hmm. But the chances of these people like, progressing in their career is not as fast as they want it to be and I think people who have been very visible in the organization are not necessarily the smartest one in the lot but rather they are the most uh, they are are really uh, really making themselves known in the eyes of the right people that's what I, I realized very quickly I was like okay how on earth did this person get there when I don't think they possibly deserve it you know what I mean
0: so is there there some kind of brown nosing involved in this or is it just Um, basically they're just really good at marketing themselves
1: i think it's a bit of both of Mm. course in in corporate that's that's the reality of it right but i think it is also a lot of the branding part where i realized these people they are really good at selling themselves that means like really good about talking about themselves creating that kind of awareness about what they do what's so unique about them and so i started like realizing okay you know there's something about this you know then I found out this is something called personal branding. And then I, you know, at the same time on the site, right, I also enjoyed um, things like image, transformation. So mm. I took a certification on image and styling first. And I thought like, you know, I still find, you know, I need to get this to combine into like my observation of personal branding, you know. So I kind of um, put that into personal branding, you know, how to package you package yourself. Um, it's related to, you know, how you look, how you present yourself, how you speak, you know. Um, and that's how I came about to like doing what I do right now.
0: Exactly. So then you've yeah. discovered that your own personal brand yeah. was uh, to become an image and perception coach, basically. And right. then that's, you, you became an expert in the field. You got all the right information. You got certified and whatnot. But personal yeah. branding, I mean, generally, generically yeah. as a whole, it's a big term though. I mean, like, yeah. when you think about personal branding, as when it comes to me, I think I'm thinking, oh... Personal branding for Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm. Loud, uh, swears a lot. Yeah. Um, When it comes to Warren Buffett, Mm. he doesn't work on his personal branding, but he's just rich and he's really good at investing. But then you get to uh, uh, what's the Facebook guy? Um, Mark Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. Yeah. Um, Very brilliant, wears the same thing all the time.
1: Yeah. Is that personal branding? That is like every single thing that we do right like um basically what people are saying about you when you're not in the room that's really what personal branding is in a, in like one sentence to summarize it but rather I think it, I mean in general a lot of people have different definitions of personal branding right some people define it as online that's personal branding i mean if you google personal branding right now that's what you would see actually yeah social media Right, but it to me, I feel that it's just not not just online, but it's also offline. You know Thank how
0: God, because I I hate on like my online presence. I only use, like, social media because I have to because I do right. this right. But that's really not my thing. You know I mean?
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. I think especially right now with the pandemic and all that, it has become more apparent that people focus on online. But I think when some people focus too much on online, they kind of overlook the offline factor as well, and that is very detrimental. Because you imagine right seeing someone really fantastic online and then seeing this person offline you're like wait a minute you know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a
0: mismatch right exactly right okay yeah. but how do you go about like okay here's a task for you so okay let's create a personal brand for, for me or, or let's just say someone like me right right what's the process like in okay. creating that particular personal brand
1: right so for me i usually uh, advise my clients into a three-step kind of uh procedure, of course, it's very detailed, but generally, it's this three-step. First things first, right, you need to understand who's your target audience here. That means that like whatever you're working in, whether it's a business, your underemployment, whatever industry you're in, right, who needs to see this brand? Because that's really important. It needs to resonate with them. You know what I mean? Hmm. Um, and then the second thing is basically understanding what is really um, how you want people to perceive you, like maybe list down three adjectives. So when people hear your name, what do you want them to associate? What adjectives do you want them to associate that with?
0: Right, right.
1: Yeah, and then the third thing is really discovering your uniqueness because what you're doing right now or anyone for that matter, right, someone else is doing the same thing as well. Right? Yes. Yeah, so what's really so different about you? Maybe it could be your life experience. It could be, you know, what you studied. Um, it could be your brought up as well, you know, your, your hobbies things like that, that we can really inculcate into the brand to make it a bit more unique.
0: Wait, so that means the adjectives that uh, define you, right? Yeah. Do you come up with it yourself or does does someone look at it like someone who knows you well and says, you're this, you're this?
1: Um, So we we split into two things. First things first, I always ask clients, right? Like generally, what do you think people perceive you as right now? Like Mm. what's people's first impression of you, right? And then I would ask them, like, you know, do you think these these adjectives that were listed of you, are they true? Do you agree with it? Do you like it? You know? And if you like it, then of course, all right, then that means let's just go with that, right? But if you find it like you don't like it and you want to change it for any reasons, then we understand that that's the gap there that we have to work on. Like example for me, when I was in uh, corporate, I don't know why, but the biggest um, first impression I always get from people is that I'm very distant. Like there is always an air with me, but I, I really don't feel so.
0: What that means? We were basically the same. You yeah, have resting bitch face.
1: A bit, yeah. And it's it feels like you know, if I have a problem, I um, if I have a personal problem, and I want to rant to someone. I wouldn't go to Renuka. That's basically how it feels like. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. If other people were to brand you, like, yeah. a little bit distant. Uh, yeah. So I'm like. I don't like that personal brand i'm going to change it because sure. i want to sell myself differently is that exactly. how it works
1: yeah so for me knowing that and really understanding why that sort of description came uh, about about myself was a was a discovery i was like there was a lot of like what you know like yeah. what when you know and these
0: are close friends of yours, selling these you are close, though, close
1: friends probably like you know colleagues that um we were we were like not so close enough that when you became closer They tell you things like, you know you know what, before that, I find you like a very distant, very uh, unapproachable. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's what people always say about me. So I realized, okay, something about me is saying that, right? It could be, you know, the vibe that I'm giving out. So what can I change to make people feel that, you know, genuinely, I am a very bubbly person. I'm quite friendly.
0: Yeah, I know you, you you are, you're you're nothing, you're so far away from RBF. I know, right? Like,
1: that even happened. So I realized, okay, it could be the way how I dress. It could be how I speak, you know, the way how I smile. So I look back at the pictures that I that were taken of me when I was doing trainings, the videos. and I saw like, okay, now I see where's the problem. It's because whenever I'm talking about something serious, I always look angry.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah,
1: yeah. And you know, the choice of clothes, I always think that because I'm I'm actually one of the youngest trainers in Southeast Asia, you know, in 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 my company. Right. So I always thought that I had to dress really maturely. So it kind of made me look very right. yeah serious, very sullen, you know. So that's why um if you look at my LinkedIn picture, right, it's so bright, it's so cheerful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. It's very yeah. like white smiles because it's I need, car, that. You know? yeah, it's it's like very sunshine, you know, like you know, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. It's it's done so that, you know, my perception can change in the eyes of my potential clients. So
0: if you were to like say three things about me. Right. What would my brand be?
1: Oh, so first things first, I probably would uh, I would say I would probably tell you what I feel about you first, right? And then you okay. tell me whether you can accept that or not. Oh, whether no. and, whether this is something that really describes you, I, okay. I guess we can say it. Right. I think for me I find you funny. Okay. There's a sense of humor there.
0: Right.
1: Um, I think you're really spontaneous.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? And yeah. I think um you know, it's a very Trevor Noah kind of vibes, you know what I mean?
0: Really? It's very,
1: yeah, it's very like, um, how do you say, it? it's it's intelligent in a way where you can spar off this person. Really? So
0: my All dad right. jokes do work.
1: I guess. All right. It's an Indian, <laughs> you know, right? Dad jokes.
0: Yeah, I, you're, you're kind of really, because spo- I feel that about me, because... Uh, when I started out in radio, I was like, I, I did all the, the funny skits and everything. Right. And after that, I, I did the pranks and whatnot. But then after that, I grew up, mm. right? And then I, I when I moved to Singapore, it was more um, finance radio and stuff right. like this, more e- economics and stuff like this. So then when I came back, people expected me to still be the funny guy or the kid uh. that was on radio before. But I've grown up. So when you say Trevor Noah, that was where I was aiming for. Right. And I just never thought that someone actually picked uh, pick up on that but another big issue I have is that a lot of people keep seeing me as... Well, I've, one of my problems is this.
1: Yeah.
0: In different countries... Because I work in so many different countries, right? right? In different countries, I'm known for different things. That's another issue. In mm. Malaysia, I'm a radio... People say uh, JD. Radio, mm-hmm. uh, TV, and events, maybe, right? Okay, all right. Then In, in Singapore, I was known more for TV, mm. then got into radio... And then does a lot of um, environmental work.
1: Right, okay.
0: Whereas in the Netherlands, I'm mainly known for my environmental work and does a little bit of TV. So how does...
1: Because it's It's so different
0: sometimes, you know?
1: I think it's really about legacy issues as well. Because when you were in Malaysia, that was the first thing that people know you for. You know what I mean? Right. And so that's why that became something that gets stuck in uh, everyone's mind. But you see, at least there's just these three things that are like revolving. It's either environmental, TV or radio. Mm. Now, it's really about like understanding which one is your priority at that given point of time. Because uh, here's the thing about personal brands, right? It's very fluid. That means it uh, it does not really stay on forever. Mm. Like in five years time, it could change, right? And if let's say in five years time, you're a lot more passionate about environmental factors, perhaps the way how you carry yourself the brand that you emulate outright is very different already. Actually. Right, because
0: I don't, I don't embody it enough. Is that yeah, what? yeah?
1: I think for now it still feels very radio. I think um and or
0: podcast, yeah,
1: podcast, yeah, yeah. yeah that sort right. of things.
0: okay. So mm-hmm. maybe I've been doing this like wrongly. I've been approaching this very wrongly, right? Uh, maybe like, I've just been um trying to force it down people's throats too much i don't know because once i get behind a mic i'm i'm just how i am right yeah some people think it's a persona i put up i'm just naturally this way Hmm. you met me away from radio even i'm just like this so maybe something i got wrong right what do a lot of people get Mm -hmm. wrong about personal branding
1: well i think people people a lot of people feel that when you want to start your personal branding journey you've got to find an idol to imitate that's what i realized about oh. many people do you know like oh example um i like vivi yusuf let me just do exactly what she does mm-hmm. you know what i mean but the thing is right you can always emulate but not imitate that's what i always tell people right
0: right because yeah. you can then you 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 become like a, a cover band playing in a pub and you never exactly progress.
1: yeah see. and people can tell you know that's the thing about like personal brand like example like a person a particular uh, individual that's known for certain characteristics, if you follow that, that too much, I think people can tell, you know? And and not just that, right? You personally, it's so tiring, right? Like, if that really isn't you, but you think in your industry, that's, that's your standard, Yeah, it becomes very tiring. Like yeah. Exactly, yeah, if you're in tech and you think that Zuckerberg is the way to go, let me just wear gray all day, every day, right? But maybe you're a very flamboyant uh, person, you like to dress with lots of style, colors, you find yourself really restricted because you think that's the the industry standard that's how i should
0: 500 be. tech company guys only wear gray that kind of thing is. yeah like, exactly personal brand really means something that's personal to yeah. you that is you want means- people to know mm-hmm. that adds value to clients right basically all right yeah okay
1: because i think one one uh i would say unpopular opinion here is people like people who are like themselves. So that's why the first thing we always want to look at is your audience, right? your target base. Where exactly are these people and would they resonate well with the brand that you're portraying?
0: Right. When you ask yourself questions about Mm. where do I go with this? How do I want to brand myself? Am I the next Gary Vaynerchuk and do I have to say fuck every... Five minutes in every right. every video, you know what I mean. It's a bit yeah. strange. Or am I nas daily or something like that? And right. I need to inspire everybody. You really need to ask yourself some really really tough questions. Yeah, right? like exactly. what what questions do people ask you about you know how to fix themselves, how to fix their personal brand? Right.
1: I think people always start with a very simple question, which uh, most of the time my answers my answer would always be I don't know. All oh, right. Yeah, because they would always ask me this question. You know. Um, how do I look? Is this okay for what I do, you know? Mm. Um, and this is the most common thing I get when I go for like network meetings or when once people know what I do for a living. Um, first of all, the, the self-consciousness happens. Like, oh, you know, I should have won something better. Right, you know, right, right. I was in a hurry, blah, blah, blah. And then like suddenly it, it'll be like, um, do you think this is okay? This is suitable? Mm. And I would always say, I don't know, right? Because I don't know a lot about you, right? I don't know what's your target like. So, I would always get them to really think about this, you know. This is also a, a good exercise for people to understand where your niche is. Right. Right, because um, you can target the masses, of course, no problem. But um, understanding where is really your your ground, right, um, helps you to really understand how you carve things. Even with image consultants, right, just to share with you, there are tons of them in the market. Many I know,
0: know right? yeah.
1: There are so many of them, but why is it that... Um, Um, there is a differentiation that people might not realize about, right? It's because example for me, I know my niche. I'm a very corporate person. Hmm. um, And I know the fact that people who come to me are generally maybe senior leaders or professionals in the corporate sector. Celebrities won't come to me because I don't have that that feel and vibe. So the way I dress um, really resonates well with corporates, but not so much for airline, not so much for celebrity. So Astro wouldn't call me in for like styling jobs. And but but it's okay because that's not even my, my target, you know what I right, mean? Right, right. <laughs> I'm
0: trying to figure out what to ask myself now. Cause right. like what am I? Who am I? That's that's a that's a tough question to ask, right? It's kinda like asking yourself, what do you want to be like when you're a kid? Yeah. What's your ambition? You know, you don't know when you're a yeah. kid, right? But I also know a lot of people in uh at their maybe in their thirties or whatever it is. They don't really know what their passion is. Does right. passion come into personal brand, or it's just does that have to be separate? Because maybe you're just an employee okay. trying to climb the corporate ladder. You know what I mean? Right. Because so, passion is a complete different thing. If you want to be yeah, a CEO,
1: exactly. I think passion is a bonus in this case. Um, and and what I always uh educate my clients is that you know I'm giving you a framework here, right? So we can work with whatever that your status quo is. You know, example, if you're under employment, I guess um, you have two options here. You either want to climb the corporate ladder or you aspire to be an entrepreneur. Right. Mm. So whichever road you take, that's where we're going to be working at when it comes to your brand, but I'm already giving you a framework, which means five years down the road, if things change, you now know how to really go about like, you know, rebranding in certain ways yeah it's already there so it depends like maybe five years down the road your passion kicks in you want to own like food truck example (laughs) okay right yeah very different thing right but Mm -hmm. yeah so that's where things would change in terms of your brand as well because that's that's where
0: i'm at right now because i (laughs) one of the reasons why we were talking about uh speaking to you is because i'm like i've moved from being uh and i've done a lot of things before i was I was a lecturer in right. engineering. After that, I became an events guy. After that, I became a radio DJ and a TV host. And then uh, I got into, I started an NGO. That came back to being a radio host again. And then we're doing this podcast now. There's a lot that is going on that I'm just trying to figure out how to fix it. So I, I guess there have been a lot of mistakes in how I've been branding myself and trying to mm. get it across people. I'm like, I'm this, I'm trying to shove it down their throats, right? When you make mistakes, can you fix it? And what are the usual mistakes people do or what do they make when it comes to their personal branding?
1: I think it it is a lot about first impressions, right? Um, The most common mistakes I see is really uh, overcompensating. So, you know (laughs) what I mean? Yeah, I I think with personal brand is that the, the key here is it's a sprint. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Right. So it's always consistently repeating that brand so that it incepts in everyone's mind that, okay, JD is so-and-so, right? Mm. But sometimes what people feel is that they are um, in, a, in a situation where they feel like, I'm short of time and I need to get this in. I need to really make them swallow this in, you know? And when you overcompensate that way, right, it becomes very detrimental. Um, and the best way to move forward, right, I would always say, is just laugh about it. You know, just tell people like, you know what, I was nervous
0: right yeah,
1: okay i was just nervous you know like uh i mean i can like you know i can do better than this you know um that's not really how i am you know catch me in a more calmer state you know you, you'll get to know me better something like that right. because uh, a lot of people think that um there's this this quote right you you don't get a second chance to build a first impression yeah right um i think it's somewhat true but in this case uh in many cases now i feel it's you shouldn't hold that as truth because that's such a stressful situation to be, be in right yeah. um, and I think that you just have to always think okay you know what if this is going to be um, how people perceive me just apologize and you know do better
0: let's say your client is Steve Jobs or oh, what Steve okay what's Steve Jobs right okay and at one point he comes to you and says um, I want to g- build the greatest computers in the world and everybody uses it but it's going to be easy to use this and that whatever it is right and right. then midway through, he, uh, then after 20 years of having that same brand where you, he's famously with a turtleneck and whatnot, 20 yeah. years along the way, because he did say, well, mm-hmm. I think I got it all wrong. But after so long of right. that particular brand, and then yeah. you realize, I think it was a mistake. You can't change that, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it, if it, is a bit, it has been too long, hmm. um, it's rather hard to get people to change their minds about you. You right. know, it's kind of like example, right? Let's take uh, entertainment like Kim Kardashian, right? You know, what she's known for. Yeah. Suddenly, Kim Kardashian thought that, like, you know what? I want to be like Oprah Winfrey, right? I want to be like someone who's nurturing, who's like a philanthropist, who's everyone's best friend. I think it's going to take us a long time to really see Correct. that, you know? Yeah, because it's been incepted in our minds.
0: Because already. the moment we see her, it's keeping up with the Kardashians, Yeah losing, yep. uh, says the wrong things. Yeah. Um, Okay, yeah. okay. So if it's a tiny one and you want to change the impression, it's okay. But if once yeah. it's imprinted, so it's like me being a radio DJ. Is it?
1: Um, I think in some ways, yeah. So what I feel is that right now that's the main thing everyone knows you for. Yeah. Right. And so, like example, if a few years down the road your NGO now becomes a main priority, hmm. um, it has to now slowly get get accepted It cannot change like a like a total revamp of things you know what i mean
0: right right
1: yeah because to me i feel that when when there's such a big change it creates confusions in people's minds as well okay So it has to be a very slow pace kind of thing so personal brand is is as such now you know because it deals with um human perception emotions right so anything that's too drastic can be really hard to accept in many ways
0: okay i'm just trying to think about this right because obviously <laughs> Talked a lot about me, and then we talked about C- big time CEOs and Elon Musk and Steve Jobs right. and whatever, right? But that's not how it usually is. I mean, like, like you said you, you do a lot with you do a lot with corporate types, right? Right. Who are probably working their way up to C level and whatnot. Yeah. It's not it's probably not for the guys who are like, what do I write in my C V? Is that it?
1: Um yeah. People who wanna ask about that won't come to me. Right, right. Yeah. So I guess like um I don't I my brand doesn't really appeal too much to fresh grads. Right. I think that's something that I already kind of also saw that yeah um I think for me it's more of like perhaps senior leaders and recently I think my forte for like this year suddenly was um directors lots of board of directors you know how to brand themselves um in a more um I would say impactful way not just any board of directors you know things like that.
0: So mm. if it's like um. Someone famous, like Mm -hmm. a celebrity, but also a a corporate figure like Steve Jobs. His personal brand would be what? um, Tech. What would would Steve Jobs' personal brand be in your your opinion? I
1: think Steve Jobs emulates this point where he's like, "Um, I'm not concerned about anything else but my work. That's what he's trying to show people here. Right. And I think that's what um people who see like, I think people always get this wrong, like Zuckerberg and Steve Jobs, like wearing the same thing every day. People think that that's their way of saying that, hey, I don't care about how I look. That's not true, you know. I think it's really the fact that they know that this is, if they maintain the consistency in terms of like how they dress, it creates a brand as well. That's number one. Right. Number two, um, having those side of colors, those side of cuttings and all that, right, tells people a story that, um don't look at how i dress i'm not flashy that's not my personality but look at my work you yeah. know that's what i want you to focus on right. and then the brand as well right um and and it really depends yeah i think some some uh, people in the tech uh, industry are pretty pretty flashy right yeah uh, them right yeah so it really depends
0: yeah because elon musk is one of those guys like, yeah and because i'm just thinking like if you're the ceo of a company your yeah. personal brand is especially if you if you were the founder your right. personal brand is so closely tied to your brand. Yes. Like I know J- Steve Jobs is Apple, Elon Musk is Tesla, yeah. Zuckerberg is Facebook, right? Yeah. But that doesn't work for the guy who's trying to be climbing up to like he's not, never probably never going to be the founder of his own company, mm. but he wants to climb up to be probably the CEO of this particular company that's been around right. forever, right? So Yeah. Does he go i need to be like the founders or do i just go problem solver hard working hmm. and and salesman
1: yeah i think that's that's a very fair point because it's just like you know example tony fernandez right it's when you see him the way he is constantly with that red cap um yes right and and because he is a representation of air asia right so air asia is that Right, it's a budget airline. Everyone can fly, so that's what he's trying to emulate. He is here. the
0: brand. In a he way, is the yeah. brand.
1: But if you look at his senior leaders, right, in any press conferences, they are not really like that, you know. Yeah. Right. They are in very corporate dress. Uh, uh. Up gear. You know. They They really dress for the occasion, and I think it's because um, you know, when you're in a certain position, your brand it has to have a bit of uh, understanding of what company you're working for but it's still about your key characteristics you know your uniqueness there what are you trying to represent here what do you want people to know you for if you don't own the brand you don't own the company there's a chance that you might move as well right yeah so if you're dressing up like the um tony fernandez and you're working in air asia right you're branded there already
0: yeah yeah or people look at you as just kind of pretender, kind of like a faker also. Yeah. So who, who's your... That means in that case, right? If you're trying to climb up the, the corporate ladder and then be the CEO, but you might still move to another company. Right. Who's your target audience? I mean, per se, when, when it comes to personal brand. Is right. it a board of directors? Is it the owners? Or is it the the customers?
1: Um, I would say if if that's your um, direction or that's really your... Um, key problem right now it's definitely the, the important stakeholders are definitely your hiring managers lah. Yeah,
0: ah, okay, right. the
1: person that has the decision to give you the second chance into the second interview
0: right right yeah,
1: yeah so impressing the recruiters the hiring managers and so on right um once you're in the job um now you want to create visibility in the industry you're in that's mm. where your customers become important right yeah Okay. So that's, that's a few elements so there. So there
0: could be multiple parts to your personal brand depending on who you're trying to sell to.
1: Exactly. So Very interesting. That's that's like example, right? Like, um, like a consultant. Like, you know, example, your clientele are not specifically one type of industry.
0: It's mm.
1: multiple of it, right? So you need to understand in which industry, who you're speaking to in that industry, how you should carry yourself differently. Yeah, which is why some trainers ask me, right? You know, if I'm speaking to fresh grads, do I really wear a suit and tie? I see obviously no, right? I mean some people think that when you're wearing that it's very aspirational. People look up to you, whoa, you know, it's this this mega guy coming to give me a talk, but then I can't resonate to your brand. And therefore I might not have that much of a I I might be res, uh I might uh find it like I have an admiration of what you do, but there's no likability actually.
0: Oh there's a disconnect in a way.
1: Yeah, exactly. I see we are not alike basically.
0: Right very fascinating it's Mm -hmm. kind of like how the moment i think of startups it's some guy the ceo in his black t-shirt and then he's got okay well so so we are in a way the same thing like we've got a branding here yeah and then it's probably like a a blazer and everything but he's probably in jeans or or shorts and he's wearing like slip uh, sandals or flip-flops and everything because startups are just cool that way right? right so he needs to be branded as cool in a way as well
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, here's the funny thing, right? Like, um, even like my husband telling me about this. You know, when they interview candidates, you know, coming into the interview, what they dress, what they wear. And your
0: husband and I kind of know. Yeah, the role exactly. of startups, Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So you would already know, like, would this person fit into the culture of the company? Yeah. Just by how they dress, you know, because there is a difference, right? We all know corporate, uh, traditional corporate versus like startups. Yeah. Yeah, that that tells you a lot about someone's brand as well.
0: So traditional startups, uh sorry, traditional corporate uh, entities, right? Hmm. Where it's very, very um, suit and tie, black and white, gray, whatever it is, right? That means your personal brand is very much into uh, investors, investors first, get profits. It's that, but then if it's like a startup and you're trying to climb out in the startup, it's like, hey, we're going to do things different. I can do things differently. Is that how
1: it... Yeah, I I mean, in in some ways, right? I think... Um, both have a slight similarity. If you're talking about interview context here, right, mm. I think you have to understand that, you know, in any hiring processes, you're not the only one they're seeing, unless, yes. unless you're in a very, very senior position, right? But mm. other than that, you're, they're seeing a lot of people. Yeah. Um, even if you're in a very traditional corporate setting, like let's say you go into investment banking or law, right? Mm. Uh, it's very, we all know they just look a certain way. Yeah. You have to really think, right? If there's 20 people walking into the door today, how am I going to be different? If right. my appearance has to already be the same, how can I be a bit different? Yeah. So how do you do that? So it's really about the three dimensions of uh, branding. Um we know when we talk about branding, the, the three uh questions we ask, like the um, you know, the audience, your your uniqueness and the yep. perception. So that's yep. the first part. Then that we also look into the holistic values of personal branding, which is appearance, behavior, and communication. So how do you carry yourself very differently? Um, you know, what are some subtleties in building rapport? How do you speak um, so that people in the room listen to you? Right. So all these little things are what really holds a difference.
0: And I guess it's the same thing if you're going in for a pitch. If you're trying to get funding, it's also the same thing, right? You got to communicate the same thing. If you're going to be roughly dressed the same way for a pitch, everybody needs to wear a suit. You need to be something different. Okay.
1: Yeah. Who do you usually
0: work with? I mean, let's talk about your clients. Are they mainly men or mainly women?
1: Okay, so um, because I'm also a certified men styling consultant, uh, nice. I did that in Singapore. Um, I work predominantly with uh, both actually 50 um, which is very rare in our industry because most of the time you would think that it's more female.
0: Okay, that's where I was thinking. Yeah, our yeah. mind was skewed that way. Yeah, because women are more um, they think a lot more about how they look. Guys, just yeah. no, I don't care, right?
1: Actually, guy. Uh, yeah. So so their first um. You know, the first conversation I always, have, I always have with both genders are very interesting. Women come in with an intention. That means I paid for it, I'm coming in, and I want to change. Men are like, oh, someone got me to do it. My wife says that I'm like that. <laughs> I'm forced to do it, you know? So it's a very forced up thing um, in the beginning. I That's like, so well,
0: true. Oh my god.
1: Okay, so <laughs> someone forced you to pay me for this. All right, okay, I'll take that. Yeah. And and upon like layers of unpeeling then only is like then you realize that, you know, it's a it's a it comes from a, a, a place of insecurity. You know, and it's also a judgment kind of thing. Like right, right. um needing help for things like that, right? Always feels very um it's very feminine. It feels like Wait, something. so are
0: you trying it's harder to work with men? Sorry? Is it harder to work with men then?
1: It is harder to work with men. There's a lot more <laughs> resistance, yeah, definitely. Right, right. I think that's why a lot of consultants Uh, don't really like working with men because even like in the whole process of it there's a lot of resistance like oh no i don't wear this i don't want this i don't speak that way you know there's there's a lot of um trying their best to keep hold to like how they are originally and i always tell them that i'm not changing you i'm elevating you you know
0: right what's the (laughs) best success story in terms of helping with the client's personal branding that you completely change this person and then it's like, like. success?
1: I think um, I'm happy to say that most of my clients there was like a big transformation Mm. but the one that really stuck to my head was my very very first client.
0: Oh nice nice nice. Uh,
1: And this was an 18 year old boy. How do you say you don't do kids and... I know so it's the mom who paid for him to come. Um, So this guy he is a college dropout Mm. and I think he is surrounded by siblings who are overachievers. So Naturally, his self-esteem was really low. But he's a pretty good-looking chap la, for an 18-year-old. And the mom just told me like, you know what, I I got him got him a job in an insurance agency to be an insurance agent. right? But this guy is just dragging his feet and he's just everyday at home. Mm-hmm. So I thought to myself, you know, honestly, at that point, I felt like this might not be my area of expertise, right? Yeah. It's like coaching, like a life coach, a Rara thing. But I thought like, you know, it's my first client. I'm just going to wing it, man. I'm just going to take it first, right? Um, and so what I did with him was I sat him down and I really understood where he was coming from. Um, and we really did like a understanding of his brand, um, what he really aspires and what's stopping him, you know. And little by little, right, because we had like a few sessions together. His mom told me right at the last session, which was the shopping part, mm. um, he was driving home. We, we met in Wanutama and I got all the shopping stuff done. He was driving home and telling his mom like, don't sleep yet wait for me, I'm coming home, I want to show you how I look right now. Nice. Yeah, and then the mom said, like, she just felt so um, amazingly, like, positive, because after that, right, he was happy enough to go for his class, uh, for his, you know, training orientation for the agency thing, and that, right, was, that to me was like, yes, that's, this is the reason why I want to do what I want to do, you know. I
0: thought you've, 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 Changed his mind, not from changing yeah. his mind. I don't even know what the right word is because uh, you changed how he looked at himself, basically.
1: Yeah, right? I gave him hope that you know the thing is yes, maybe you have like a roadblock right now, but you know, just with just a little bit of uh, self-esteem, you know, feeling good about yourself, you can change a lot of things.
0: What did you say to him? Like really, snap out of it. You know, you're not a kid anymore. Is it? Was there any snap tough of- love <laughs> kind of thing going on at any point? Um,
1: not really. i I didn't um i basically just told him i said that you know i think you just want to take one thing at a time what i can do of course i can't make you like stay in that job but what i'm going to do here with you is i want to just make you feel good about yourself Mm. yeah i just want to make you feel like actually you know you you can achieve lots of different things if you have the right brand for it yeah how did he
0: do eventually, though? Did he finish his classes and become a successful insurance agent?
1: Successful, I don't know. But his mom told me that he finished it and he is an insurance agent. But uh, I didn't ask whether like it was successful or not. But to me, I think the mom feels like if you can hold a job, man, that's successful. That's successful. Yeah, exactly.
0: But yeah. insurance, it's it's kind of like a business. It's a personal yeah. business, right? But have you had like engineers or whatever come yes. over to you and say, could you change my brand and because Every other engineer around me, I joined with this the same time. All these, all these people, they all get promoted before me. Have you? Exactly. Do ever have
1: one of those? Yes, I did, but it's not a, a guy; it's a lady. Right. So I had this uh, female client of mine. She is a, I would say, floor engineer, or I don't know what they call it. But basically, you work in a manufacturing uh, plant. So what she told me is this: like you know, in a manu- in a very big manufacturing company, there's a lot of them in there. Yeah. Um, and her personality is just really timid. Yeah. Uh, it's very work-based um, and she's been there for many years. But I think when I first saw her, right, I thought she was a fresh grad. And she's oh. like, everyone thinks the same way, you know? Oh, God. Yeah. And so I got, um, it was a lot of things to do. We not just changed how she looked, how she spoke, you know? um, You know, how we also taught her like, you know, things like, you know, when you are in a meeting, how do you really uh, portray yourself in a very different light? Um, and what had happened is she didn't get promoted in the company itself, but she got headhunted to a different company. Oh. She's a lead engineer right now. Brilliant. Yeah. A competitor.
0: So, so what did you change about her? I mean, like, did um, she, was she game for it? Sorry? Was she game for the changes that you wanted to... G-
1: yeah, I say like you... So my rule with clients is that if you pay me, you don't get to say no. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. I, lo- I love that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you cannot tell me like, I don't want this. Like, so so a lot of these guys who tell me no, I said yeah, I told you you cannot say no, right? Yeah, so you have to put it on. Yeah, so we we got like um so in terms of her appearance, we did a mega change. We cut her hair, we dyed it. Um, we got her to like have a a whole new uh set of wardrobe. Um, in terms of her communication skill sets, we went through conversation coaching with her. Um, you know, even like things like uh building charisma. How do you sit in a in a boardroom meeting? Mm. Um, how do you pre- project yourself? When do you speak? When do you not? You know, things like that. Um, all of these things played a part and her online brand, I also helped her like, you know, understood how to really go about creating a better look and feel. So I guess that's the reason that's why... As an
0: engineer, does that, does that engineer. Ma- make a difference online?
1: Um, I think it does. I, right. I, I think when you're in an industry where it, there's a saturation of many people in there, hmm. like um, in my uh, realm of clients, it's either engineers or doctors. Uh, wow. you see a lot of these people coming forth and saying that, you know, there's so many MOs in my hospital. I'm like, duh, yeah. Okay, so how do you stand up? Any more interesting stories? Um, I would say most of them are like that. But here's here's the catch about my clients, right? They're very discreet. So that means a lot of them just want people to think that they woke up like this. <laughs> okay. I'm not
0: joking. Wow, okay.
1: Yeah, so so very few of them would like to acknowledge, like, you know, um, example, um, writing you a text testimony or like some of i mean most of them would text me but hmm. a lot of them would be like text, um you can you can use my text as like a post and all that but take my name off in fact i've even gotten two of my clients who got me to send ndas yeah wow. it's a big deal because to them it's like this is a this is my bullet to uh progress in my career so i don't want anyone else to know that this is what i'm doing
0: it's not just a bullet for them it's like a silver bullet yeah, so it's they, like, and you don't know, want anybody to know that they got a secret weapon, is it?
1: Correct, exactly. So you have many of these kind of individuals. Um, that, um And I have another wing of clients. So these are like career based. Another set subset of my clients are um, life partner based. So they come to mean? me because they want to find a partner. Okay. And they want to make sure that they look good for the partner. So it's for oh. reasons. Yeah, it's for dating reasons.
0: Okay, so what do you did, do you work on a Tinder prof
1: profile or something? Or oh, no, 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 no. I mean, these are like, so basically, I collaborate with a dating agency. Mm. Um, so they will send me like some profiles that are like, you know, uh, undateable, maybe. And then I just kind of like juice them up and, you know, send them off. And I think it really makes a very big difference. How, uh, how undateable are they? Okay, well, I'm not naming names. Okay, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, but yeah. just,
0: just, Describe them,
1: um, man. I can think of so many though. Like, uh, and and mind you, right? These are young guys, you know. Okay. These are really young. Like, um, like for guys, the average age that I see is about twenty eight to thirty four or thirty five. Okay. Yeah, and like, um, so you've got like people who can't even like. When I'm talking to them, it's either they say like inappropriate things to me or like they don't speak. Yeah, like example, I, I did this uh one guy, you know, I was talking to him and. It's a casual chat, like you know, what's your ideal type of girl? Because I need to do package you for your audience, right? For right, right, other, right, right. Yeah, yeah. He'll be like someone like you, though. Like I think you're totally my type. I'm like, oh my god,
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I've met so many people who are like that. I know so many guys, yeah, like, like that. I don't know why I got no girlfriend, la. Then they start opening their mouth. I'm like,
1: that's, that's why, why dude. that's why. You know? Oh my god. Yeah. It's even to like grooming example. I I've got this client once that um came in, like, you know, um body odor is one issue, but hair odor, you know, like where you don't wash your hair well and
0: <laughs> I can see that thinner profile right now. Yeah. Showering is so last year. I'm like <laughs> oh
1: God Yeah. Yeah. So you have all these different so what do you tell like,
0: them to shower or what? I mean like
1: No, it's just it's just basically like personal hygiene. Nobody told them about this, you know? What do you mean? What is-
0: it's nobody true. told him about personal hygiene.
1: I'm not joking. It's true. Like, and, and I have to be the person that says things like, look, man, like your hair stinks, right? Like we've got to do something about this, you know, things like that. Do
0: people <laughs> ever go like, because you say nobody says no, but because they're paying you for a service, yeah. uh, you, you almost guarantee like if you follow my system, I will make something out of you. Yeah you got to change the way you look, and then we're going to brand you, we're going to make you sound good online, or in your yep. resume, or whatever it is, for varying re- reasons, right? right? And then they do it right. for that duration yes. of whatever th- that time. And then next thing you know, uh, the, uh, after oh. everything's done, nah, I'm going to go back to my old ways. Do they ever, do, they
1: ever do that? I think um, there would be some people who are like that. So for me, right, after the entire process is done, um, I do prepare for all my clients like a report, it's like a debrief, right? So that, you know, in any case, you always refer to this report in any aspect of your personal brand. It's like a guidebook for you, a brand book, if you may. So, right. yeah, those kind of things help people to be a bit more consistent about things. Um, But you do get some people who are like, in the end, they fall back to their old ways for whatever reasons. Uh. Mm. And I always, um in the beginning itself, right, um, the first session and all that, I would, I would always tell them, you pay me good money, right? Like, it would be a really big waste of everyone's time if you just did this for three months and then you forgot about it forever. You know what I mean? What's the point? Are
0: these like some of the biggest obstacles that you've had or um, are there bigger ones in even creating someone's personal brand?
1: The the biggest obstacles I have is people in denial. So some of them, right, they come to me and then like, you know, when you ask them, okay, so what's your target audience like? Example, right? Who do you, who needs to see this brand? And I have gotten answers like, you know what? If they like my brand, they like. If they don't like it, sudah. Then I'm like, then why did they come to you? Yeah, exactly, right. So, so why are you here? So I just need you to like add some clothes into my. I said anyone add can some clothes. Yeah, I said anyone can do that. You know, you don't need me actually. You, you need a
0: shopper, just- not a. Yeah, a, you know? just
1: kind a shopper randomly buy clothes, whatever lah. Right, you know, if if that is so, I have had clients like that where it's it's that form of denial where you know some people who say that I don't care how people think of me. Hmm. Um, it's probably a shield of how much they care about people, how people think of them, you know? Right, I mean?
0: right. Inferiority complex.
1: Yeah. So wow. That kind irks me, like, you know, because I feel like I have like my my timetable set to like months, right? And then you come and tell me this. Yeah. And it really just, I feel like I just wasted my time here. Like, yeah. Like. So yeah. You're
0: like, you're wasting your money and you're wasting my time. Yeah, way, exactly.
1: Right? So what? I would try and try, and if it doesn't work out right, sometimes I even offer them a refund, like, you know what, I think... Maybe, oh, really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Like, I think. They I just mean, find it strange now.
0: that someone would, would want to hire an image consultant, yeah. and then not want to take the advice.
1: Exactly. Yeah, so people like that. Or they would always want to go back to their old patterns. Like, you know, mm. when we example the last part, which is like the, the shopping site, right? And yeah. They would be like, you know, um, I know that I look good in this. Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, I I wear board shorts everywhere. Yeah, that's why it's called a board meeting. No, dude, that's not <laughs> how it works, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So it's it's all these little things that um you do get lah, uh, yeah, difficult clients.
0: Ultimately, right? With the Jantan Collective, with this show, what's up with that? We want to make a difference mm-hmm. in men's lives, you know what I mean? And we want yeah. to make them better versions of themselves. Right how should men, before they even come and see you like Renuka, right. how should men approach personal branding? Maybe right. mentally, you know what I mean?
1: Mm, I think you need to be open to the fact that you need help. I think that's the... Reason. Realize
0: you have a problem before you can even... Yeah. Talk. Okay.
1: Yeah, you just need to realize that you have a problem that you might not have the answer to. Mm. Um, And, and you know, I, I guess for a lot of men that think that, you know, I just, whatever that's nice on the mannequin, uh, I'll probably look good in it. You know, like, Let's 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 stop living in that fantasy, you know. Like let's come back and accept, you know, the fact that you need help in things like that. I think that's step number one for sure. Right. Um and also not downplaying uh personal brand to guys. I, I think personal brand, image, you know, things like that always get associated to the lead, the female part of things. Right. So that's why when a lot of guys that come to me, right, um with personal brand, they always tell me like, oh, I thought you were gonna just look at my online brand. I say like, yeah, but your online brand has your picture in it, right? so we still need to talk about like how you look
0: when it comes to this approaching personal branding Mm. what what is it that women have mentally that has an itch over guys Mm. when it comes to wanting to change their personal brand
1: i would like to say it's probably like vanity maybe right where i think women are just generally more conscious about how they look okay Um, i think that's really where it starts from at least in my side, you know what I see with my clients, that's really what I, I feel about uh, the whole thing. Of course, you do get some difficult women as well, no doubt, right? Mm. But I think men come from the feeling of like, how would people see me if I engage this lady to come and help me? Right. Yeah. So it's that fear. So it's a stigma? I think so. Definitely. Okay. It yeah. Like I had one client, right, just share this really like weird story.
0: Oh, I, um, I love your stories <laughs>
1: all right go. So we were shopping in mid valley and he bumps into his colleague hmm. it was a colleague or friend i can't remember what it was and he didn't introduce me as a consultant or what he was doing here because it was obvious what i was doing right right um and i think he just said this is my friend and okay. to me i feel like okay so i'm a married woman i think you're married i know you're married too like Imagine if you said, I'm your friend I'm, I'm, and I'm here looking at how you dress. I'm holding your, your shirt. I'm like seeing, okay, you know, does this fit well and all that, right? I mean, I wish you just said I was a consultant yeah. rather than that, you know? Because it makes you sound like the keepy. I know. <laughs> I'm like the side piece, you know? like I know. <laughs> like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So is that, that feeling. But whereas for women, it's very different. I mean, when they see it, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going shopping with my consultant. She's doing this for me and all that, yeah. Okay. And very excited about it.
0: So the men stig- need to be more open to the yeah. fact that forget the stigmas. We yeah. know we need change. We need we know we need help. We need to improve. So go with it, right?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. Now for men, hmm. and again, I'm so sorry for all these men <laughs> who out there who, who struggle with this, who say we don't need help. We do need help. So for those who do need help, right? What's the most important question to ask? When it comes to personal branding,
1: okay. I think it's about the fact that, you know, what do you want to achieve Hmm. from this whole personal branding journey?
0: Because women know, women already know what they want to achieve, right? Yeah, exactly. So,
1: what do you really want to achieve? What's your objective? Because the objective will also help you to decide which personal branding consultant to go with.
0: Right. Yeah. Obviously, you. Uh huh. (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But the best. I, That's why we speak
0: to you, Renuka, Right? Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, but I think, like, example, if let's say, um, your your an intention is you look good already, and you purely just want it from a communication standpoint, hmm. perhaps someone who coaches on public speaking could be the the the, um, uh, the sort the solution for you already. You don't have to go through the whole works of it. Example.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Or some people who just want to like improve their personal brand online. Me, well, there's a lot of people teaching you know, online branding as well, right? So okay. it depends. Yeah,
0: I've seen a lot. Dude, seriously, online? Yeah. Just Google personal branding. There's like so many all over the world. Yeah. You know? but if, and Again, it, it depends on the on the niche. like, like
1: yeah.
0: uh, some are, A lot of them do celebrity kind of stuff. A lot of them are like influencers. You know yeah, what I mean?
1: Yeah, 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 I know what you mean.
0: That's a thing I don't know right how now, you
1: right? define yourself as an influencer, but I, I don't want to question that, I yeah. guess. Yeah, but it's I, I think that, that helps because, um you know, choosing the right personal branding consultant is also important. It's like, it's like an interview process, right? You need to see what's this person's background. That's very important. I'm not talking about the titles, you know. I'm talking about like where this person is from. Mm. If this person is, if you're a, uh, someone in corporate and this person is from corporate before that, they will get you, you know.
0: Right, right. I see it. Yeah. See. Okay. So when, when you had that little interview or the chat or or, it's like a a date. You yeah. you really wanna hit it off. Yeah. And then you wanna start off on the right foot, and then then you you work towards something to a mutual goal in a way, right? Exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So and a lot of what we're doing today stems from I'm struggling with my personal brand to be very very honest with you. But if you were to to help me out. Right and uh, i'm i'm seriously thinking of hiring you to do this for me oh, right but okay. what tips could you give me right now just right now right about personal branding how i can i don't know fix things okay. fix how people perceive me like yeah
1: all right so the first question i would probably ask you is that you know knowing that you're involved in so many things that you've tried so many different things the question you have to ask yourself is why why though why why did you put yourself through all of these experiences what did you want to achieve from the whole thing, right? Right. Um, What do you want to bring to this? Because um, out of like all of these things, it sounds more of like startup entertainment, entertainment, and then NGO, right? Yeah. Was there a path that was deliberately done that way that you wanted to have a certain level of fame, perhaps, to help an NGO? Was that the reason? Yes. Right? So if that's the reason, then that helps you to kind of understand, okay, this is your flow into the end. Your end goal is actually... Well, by the way, what's your NGO's um, cause? Uh,
0: environmentalism. Environmentalism. Uh, <laughs> mainly uh, sustainability and um, that's a lot of all kinds of environmental work, actually.
1: Right. So what's, what what do you want to achieve from this whole NGO thing?
0: Um, awareness, really. Because uh, there's a lot of it uh, con- connected to production, we make making documentary, right. and also... Um, I suppose actually doing something like planting more trees and reducing okay. plastics and stuff like that.
1: So awareness to who? Who needs to really see this? General public. General public. Is mm. there a specific demographic that you feel maybe it's the future generation, the Gen Z's, the millennials?
0: Um, I never thought about it actually. Yeah
1: so that helped you to kind of carve exactly how you want to position yourself right now even in your radio job. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, because if, let's say, example, awareness for the general public, that's fine. But who is probably more woke to be okay with this cause, you know what yeah. I mean? I would say probably the younger generation. The right?
0: younger, but I'm an older dude, though. That's another issue. So I'm probably oh, okay. not going to show up on any of the things I'm going to be producing, right? So right, right. I'm getting all these younger, cooler people, right? But
1: yeah, but there's this right. way, there right. needs to be a resonation to it as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. is probably a good starting point. Like, okay, if my end goal is to really have sort some sort of visibility to help my NGO, mm. then that then actually you're in the right path. So there isn't any like I would say this this uh disconnect of like what you've been doing throughout. The disconnect is sometimes I hear some people where they are all over the place, you know, and, and it was really the process of them finding themselves. That's why they're everywhere, right? Yeah. Uh, for yours, right? I would say subconsciously it was done deliberately in that in that sort of form you know
0: unconsciously deliberately
1: yeah yeah so it was done in such a form where it really does help your angle right now yeah Uh, but i think in the end right just looking at the ngo what is who needs to see this Hmm. Um, urban suburban you know who exactly because the the your messaging right your brand will be very different depending on yeah, who you're
0: talking to? Wow, just this conversation is starting to make you go. Actually, you know what? Who am I selling this to? <laughs> yeah. Because before that, I was like, "Come on, Nat Geo, show my documentary," right? <laughs> but then, who's really gonna watch this shit, right? So yeah. that's another thing that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Because people get like uh Netflix Netflix documentaries right now is so, so yeah. many, right? I mean, the recent one which is Conspiracy, right? Which was yeah,
0: funny, right? Yeah.
1: Um, but is everyone watching that? No, not really. No. Yeah. So,
0: and but if, everyone's talking about it, but not everybody's watching exactly, it. Exactly. Right?
1: Yeah. And then you have like different documentaries, like, you know, Jeffrey Epstein, right? Filthy yeah.
0: yeah. Who's
1: watching that, right? So there's a different market for different things, actually. Yeah.
0: Right? I'm definitely giving a call. We need to work yeah. on this. Yeah. And I guess the, the next question would be how much does something like this cost? Is it expensive?
1: Oh. Um, I think it's not. Okay, but but that's what I think like i guess um i would say my range of price is around three to four thousand for the okay. entire thing. um and i i suppose why i i always sell this to clients is that it is like a lawatan sambil blaja also you know because as you're going through the whole thing you're also discovering yourself right uh, and when we're going shopping example in the in that as, in that aspect right you're also discovering what really why these things are all this well didn't suit you hairstyle you know like even like grooming things like that
0: you know what we touched on this a bit earlier as so well.
1: There are so
0: many coaches. There's so many websites on personal branding out there. Yeah. When you just type it, you and know, just Google it, it just floods you, right? So what should you look out for uh, in the most ideal personal branding coach for you?
1: Okay, I think perhaps maybe like a few aspects. Number one is you want to look at um, where this person is from. Where mm-hmm. did they come from? example right some personal branding coaches uh, could be fresh grads you know for some reason they're very young okay um, or some could be from industries that perhaps do not resonate to you right um, yeah so you want to look for someone that's perhaps very similar the journey is a bit similar they feel you they understand how to help you there. they've
0: been there before in a way yeah
1: because you don't want someone to immediately change you into something you're not um, like I had a friend of mine who was uh, again no disrespect to this person. She is uh, a very senior person in our industry. But the thing is, right, because there's a there's a disconnect in terms of background. Hmm. So my friend did that, like I, I remember it was a few many years ago, and she said right, they even had like a re, um like they had like a makeover review session, like how do I look Asia, you know? So they had like a tea party, there was a few ladies there, and it's like the before picture or the projector slide and after it then opened up like that, right? Right. And my friend was like, I was so embarrassed to walk out because I totally felt so uncomfortable in the whole thing. Really? Yeah. So you have people. Like, so that's why understanding the consultant's background is so important. And um, of course, for me, I feel like um, understanding their past work, right? Testimonials, recommendations, yeah, all these things. So I'm really active on LinkedIn and I always tell my clients, right? Like, okay, if, uh, after our call, I'll be like, feel free to go and have a look at my recommendation like, you know, and Then you'll have an understanding like, who I have served before, uh, who are some of the prominent people that I have actually worked with who were kind enough to give me a note, you know? Yeah.
0: Nice. Okay, now, we've been talking about personal branding, personal branding, whatnot, right? Yeah. But also, this show is about trying to find out answers for us jantans, right? Right. So, how can jantans, how can we Mm -hmm. build ourselves to be better real jantans, you know? Is there anything that we should be working on besides looking good without sounding good but what what else can we work on
1: i think definitely putting yourselves in the shoes of women more oh, i that's think it's a very good, different yeah. thing right yeah. um and understanding that you know the processes of things that we go through hmm. you know just now as i was driving home um you know from work I was listening to Trevor Noah, you know, I really like him very much. I think he's his Oh, the, the one,
0: the guy who sounds like me? Oh, yeah? <laughs> Not the other way around, okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I love his daily shows and he was like really talking about the fact that, um, you know, statistics shows that one in three women have actually encountered sexual harassment in their lifetime, right? And then the death rate of women killed by men is like, you know, multiplying every hour, you know? And so for women, when we go out, um, you know, on the streets, right, it's already a hazard for us, right? Mm. Um, and even for me, I mean, like, there was this partial joke that I told my friends two weeks ago, like, from the waist up, I don't look pregnant at all, right? So I still do get hit on, you know. And then when I stand up, they're like, oh my God, so sorry, and stuff like that. And I just wondered to myself, like, why does it take a tummy to to, to make you not disturb me? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, so I just feel like,
0: but there's a mm-hmm. the difference between hitting on a woman and harassing yeah. a woman though, right?
1: Right. But then the line is very blurred, I feel. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes your intentions could be that you just want to compliment them, right? You just want to say something nice. But because we don't know you, so we immediately, it's a flight of fight action. We always think the worst case scenario, right? Like, oh my god, he's going to follow me after this. Right. Yeah. So I just okay. think that was something that, yeah.
0: Okay, we put diff- ourselves in women's shoes. Yeah and on behalf of all men who have harassed I, or said the wrong things to women men are scum sometimes you know so <laughs> I, we're so sorry sometimes we don't we don't think about what think we're right. saying and then some of the times most times right a lot of guys sometimes i hear them talking to women and most of the time these guys are single but some of them are married and i'm like how how, How did can you happen? say like, that? Right? Yeah. And then it's so inappropriate. I'm like, dude, you do realize that it's very inappropriate what you just said, right? What's yeah. wrong with it? What's wrong? Nothing wrong with it. And I'm like, it's
1: just a joke.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's always it's, it's just a wrong. joke. But if you put yourselves in the ladies' shoes, in the women's shoes, yeah. then you see what it feels like. Exactly. Yeah. Any final piece of advice to not just me, okay? Because it's all about me today, right? <laughs> but any, any advice for everyone watching right. this? Man, woman, about what they can do about pro- their own personal branding.
1: Right. Okay. Maybe I would want everyone to approach this in a less sort of like serious point of view. Think of this as your. It's a pampering to you know. It's it's your. It's a program that helps you to discover yourself. It's a me time. You're being treated like a. You know, like you are put, put on a pedestal. I help you to understand every single part of it. Right. So it becomes easy for you from then onwards right well i always tell my clients or like maybe people who ask me about it it's like i always feel that everyone should do this somewhere in their entire life like you have to do it at least once yeah and experience it because it's very different yeah show
0: the world the best version of you right
1: yeah and you get very excited about it i mean like men of course like i told you like layers of like layers of peeling off after that right some guys when it comes to their shopping session they'll be like oh my god like like, I just got a message. Tomorrow, I have a client um in the morning. And she told me that, uh, oh my God, I'm so excited about it. You know, I can't sleep. I'm right. really wondering, you know.
0: Do, yeah. do any guys go, no lah, the one initially in the phone call. And after that, when you actually go, oh my God, let's go check out this one.
1: Let's hey, go see oh this one. Oh my God, there is a lot. Some of them tell me like, huh, I need to go for a shopping ah. No, La, you just tell me what to wear lah, like that, you know. Right, right. we like, I think it'd be easy if you look really like fit but we're not dealing with that right now so i really need you to be here you know right yeah this is brilliant really
0: so uh i'm gonna be calling you okay All
1: <laughs> we're right. gonna be
0: going shopping oh, and then we're I... gonna try to figure out this model of what it is right that i have right now because there's so many things i'm working on and uh okay. i don't even know which one is on top of which is on the top of the list because right. everything is just important but renuka always fun to have a chat with you oh, and, and you okay. know what yeah at least we got to have i think we talked for like an hour plus right oh yeah right that's and true. it's always great but the best part is the last time which was on my other job with like <laughs> edit down because we only have so much time right but this is great we've got to do this more often man
1: of course for sure yeah i'll be here anytime i mean except when i'm like pushing a baby out i guess oh holy cow <laughs> yeah that's in august
0: right we've got to remember yeah. that and yeah. then after that are you going to be taking some time off
1: Um, Just like a short maternity break, so I'll be back in November. Right. Yeah.
0: Do you know whether it's a boy or a girl yet?
1: Yes, I'm having a son.
0: Nice. Yeah. He's going to be the best dressed, best spoken, best, uh, highest achieving boy uh, around. Trust me on that.
1: Yep. Pray to God for that. Yeah, definitely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Renuka, thanks so much.
1: Most welcome. Yeah, happy to be here.